1: Hello everyone and welcome to Kill My name is Bodie, and I am your host and you're going to hear a little bit more echo this episode because I'm changing some things around in the room I do the podcast in and I haven't had time to put everything back the way it was. So, but you know, this uh, shelter in place coronavirus, not really kind of a quarantine in Arizona thing that we're going through, gives you a lot of time to tinker with things that you've been wanting to do and... Unfortunately, I didn't have enough time to finish uh, the stuff that I needed to get done today. But the good news is we have an interview with Earl. Now, if you don't know who Earl is, that's okay because I'm going to give you two words and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about. Frank Puppy. If you're on Twitter and you are a fan of Tesla, you should be following at twenty eight delays later. Earl has one of the most entertaining Twitter accounts, well, on Twitter. And then to top that all off, he puts adorable puppies and encourages other people to put adorable animals in the frunks of their Teslas or other EVs that have frunks, and then to post pictures on Twitter. Um, you might go to social media, especially right now during these times, and you'll read posts and you'll get depressed. But if you follow Earl's Twitter account, again, at 28 delays later, and I'll put it the link in the show notes. That's going to bring a little joy, a little happiness to your day. Earl was nice enough to come on the show and we had a little chat and it was very entertaining. We recorded this actually last Thursday. So some of the information that we talk about, like Tesla shutting down its factories, for instance, uh, last Thursday, they hadn't quite gotten to that point. And now obviously they are well into shutting down their factories. Uh, before we get to the interview because I did this backwards and I'm not going to re-record it. Um, I would like to thank all of the Patreon supporters. I really appreciate you guys hanging in there. Uh, last week, I said I would buy two one-month subscriptions to Netflix for anybody who needed it, who was home and didn't have Netflix. Nobody took me up on that offer, which I can take one of two ways. is One, everybody's doing great, and I hope that's the case. Or two, you just don't want to ask for it. And that's okay, too. But believe me, I really want to give these to somebody who needs it. So, maybe you don't need it, uh, dear listener. But maybe you know somebody of a family member or a friend who's kind of on hard times who could use a subscription to Netflix. I'm okay. Send me an email. And then I will send you all of the codes. And then you can send that on to somebody else. And you can take all the credit for it even. I don't care. I just want to make somebody's day a little brighter During, you know, the time that we're living in now. So, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E, at 918digital.com. I'm giving away two Netflix subscriptions for one month. Nobody has uh, claimed them. So, there's two up for uh, grabs. And then I made a mistake. Uh, My pick last week was, uh, I said, haters going to hate on Netflix. That is wrong. It's actually called Back Off Haters. And... (laughs) So, Alex was so nice uh, to shoot me an email and ask for clarification. And uh, all I can say is uh, I'm old. You know, I'm old and the brain is kind of muddled a little bit. All right. I have one more piece of business before we get to the interview. Earl has a store at frunkpuppy.com. That's F-R-U-N-K puppy.com. And I put the link in the show notes on his store. He sells some merchandise and I bought a tumbler. you know, like one of the things you can either put water or hot drink in and it keeps it cold or hot. I honestly don't know why I'm trying to describe a tumbler to you. I'm sure you know what it is. Anyway, if you go to frunkpuppy.com, you can see what the tumbler looks like. I bought one to give away to you folks. Now, because COVID is going on, I don't know when I'm going to get that tumbler, So, it's just kind of open. So if you would like to be entered into the contest to win the Frunk Puppy Tumblr, shoot me an email, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com and I will be sure to get that out to you whenever it gets here. We'll do the giveaway after it actually arrives so that we don't get anybody's hopes up. All right, everybody, let's get right into the interview. i I'm going to leave the interview just as it was recorded. That includes some of my mess-ups. So, I hope you guys enjoy the interview. All right, everybody. Uh, we have another interview. We have Earl from the Earl of Frank Pump... <laughs> <laughs> <Twitter account? laughs> Jesus. Uh, you have no idea how many times I have to start this stupid podcast over because I can't talk. I get so nervous when I get in front of the microphone. Anyway, we have Earl here. Earl, thank you very much for joining us. I'm sure that uh, that was the introduction that you wanted. That uh, oh, was perfect. All right. Um, Earl, you have, <laughs> and I said this before off uh, recording, but I think you have one of the greatest Twitter... Um, accounts uh, the, as it relates to Tesla, because you're insightful and you're funny. And I never look at one of your tweets and go, that was a wasted tweet. Probably didn't need to tweet <laughs> that. It, it it all works out um, very nicely. And you're prolific in your tweeting. I don't know how many tweets you have all together, but it must be a lot.
2: Too many. <laughs> yeah, you know, for sure. Yeah. On that, on that note, um, I had a Uh, Some, some accounts, some uh, I'll introduce myself, but uh, anyway, so yeah, I have a, I have a Tesla themed Twitter account. And um, at one point I started getting people to put dogs in their front. So their car turned into a no kidding global thing where you have people all over the world doing this. I kept it up now since uh, 2018 um, and, uh, yeah, I just love my, I, I enjoy Twitter. I think it's a hellscape at the same time, but I thought I could bring some puppies to it and some levity. Uh, so I really enjoy it and I, I enjoy, uh, the fans of my account, fans of Tesla, uh, getting to meet people in person now and then, um, is pretty great. But yeah, you were talking about tweets and, uh, somebody, uh, we had some Tesla fans getting suspended recently. People are that. getting them for copyrights and stuff. So somebody messaged me and said, "Hey man, you should go through your tweets and try to delete anything that has copyrights on it." And I, I, I scrolled up, and it's—I I have like seventy-six thousand tweets. I'm like, mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't. <laughs> there's just there's no way. I
1: was that can't go through, that message?
2: <laughs> it was, yeah, yeah, it was. I'm like, um, this is just. I might as well just start over. I might as well just start, <laughs> yeah. start a new account. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand that uh, that copyright thing. You know, uh, it's not as if uh, it's hurting anybody's business.
2: But. Well, it's it's pretty amazing because um, you know I personally have uh, mostly enjoyed Twitter, but from time to time, my account has been attacked by people um, who uh, you know they just want to take down. Tesla fans. Um, So they'll say some pretty lousy things to you. Um, I had, uh, you know, this this one account really kind of dig in and find every personal thing they could about me and go in and and write it about me, share it, tag my work, you know, (laughs) like just crazy, uh, really, really hurtful stuff. But that stuff, you know, you report it, and and, and uh, you know they had my my front puppy LLC and private information and things that I don't really sell. You know, it's it's public information, but I'm not sharing it. Sure. Um. And uh, you know, so you report all those things, and they take the tweet down. But that seems fine. That's okay. Uh. But uh, you know, accidentally put some music in the background of a video from two years ago. Well. <laughs> Sir, you are suspended forever. Yeah, <laughs> um, you can, know? You can so, tell
1: people to go kill themselves, but you can yeah. play, you know, Riders on the Sun uh, in yeah, the background it's, of your Tesla Exactly.
2: Video. So you have these, uh, you know, ridiculous um, uh, uh, accounts, and they're fine, and they make it suspended. They come back again. But, um, yeah, it, it seems like a real way to get rid of accounts. So if you're not careful and you maybe put some music in or something, then, we, we have uh people lose their accounts which is which is just absurd you know
0: yeah
1: but especially if you're doing it in public like if you're at a fair or something like that and there's music music already in the background yeah it's it, nobody's doing it or at least what i've seen nobody's doing it to profit off of it or yeah to misrepresent that this is their creation it's just it just happens to be on which is really right unfortunate.
2: like yeah, you know, I post something with a song in the background and I get 200 likes, which is worth $0. <laughs> it really does I'm not enriching myself off
1: of your music. Yeah. But, yeah. It, you know, I used to uh, develop an app. It, when you say mean things, this was... I got. We developed an app with... Uh, well, I developed an app with a friend of mine and it was it was kind of like Twitter, but you don't have to have any followers. Just Your stuff just kind of bubbles up, right? It was called Flit. And mm-hmm. uh, one guy... <laughs> One guy sent me a message, and in all honesty, um, it was hilarious. He said, I've deleted this app from my phone. I wish I could delete it from my brain. (laughs) That's pretty great. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty funny. And I told him, I was like, you're hilarious. Thanks for trying the app. And then he was a really nice guy after that, believe it or not. Yeah. He he was pretty apologetic. (laughs) Oh, that's good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's harsh. Yeah, no, it was really funny. It was not. uh, It was during. er It was early days. Yeah, Uh, my buddy is uh, is a great programmer. I am not, Uh and uh, we had a lot of people that loved that thing. It was just really expensive to keep going. So, but there was just as many people who hated it as loved it. Right. So you can't really complain too much. True. In my little world, it was a success. Mm -hmm. Um, and then. Kind of walk me through your journey from no EV to EV.
2: Yeah. Um, so I I got interested in electric vehicles probably um I, I just told a little bit of the story the other day, but I basically had a I had a Jeep Rubicon, which gets, I don't know, negative two miles per gallon. I have no idea. But um I met my wife out in Colorado and I, I worked over an hour away. So I would commute back and forth to her place a lot and um, but, but while we were dating. And um, I knew every gas attendant all the way up the highway from Colorado Springs up to Denver. It was so expensive. So I sat down and did the math the one day on how much I was spending on gas. And it basically would pay for a used Prius. I mean, really, I was getting nowhere. So I couldn't justify it. I, I, I love the Jeep. I got rid of it. Um, but, uh, you know, then I realized that getting the the gas mileage I was getting, um, and I really appreciated Toyota's push to be green. I thought that was pretty great. Um, and I liked the car. I liked it a lot. Uh, it, it ran forever, finally broke one day and I, I, got another one. Um, but it certainly got me interested in, in thinking about, you know, emissions from cars as I'm driving. And is it really necessary to have a car that, um, only gets uh, really low gas mileage if if you don't have to, you know, and the Prius was fine. It was totally fine. Um, then um, I started to think about EVs. And at the time, there really wasn't a lot that got me very excited. I felt I was already compromising with the Prius. And, you know, you look at like a little Nissan Leaf or something just did not get get the blood going. It, no. just, it felt like a step down even from the Prius, which already has its problems with acceleration. So um, I couldn't really figure out a way to make it work. Um, you know, as Tesla came along, clearly those cars were not for me either. They were super expensive. But Elon starts to talk about this more affordable car. And, uh, you know, the price range was something I, I think I could, could hit. So I put a, a reservation in right away, day one, um, to get, you know, a zero emission car. I was pretty excited about it. But what I liked about it the most is that it really did feel like um, no compromises. I, was exci- I would have been excited for it if it was a gas car. I mean, just the technology in it, the way it looked, um, the acceleration, all that stuff. Uh, but oh, by the way, it happens to also be an EV, so it was great. And uh, waited the two years, finally got got a hold of it. And um, I can't see how people, many people, would go backwards. I think from owning an EV, no matter what it is. I mean, I think now at this point, I could probably even get something like a Leaf. You know, if I needed to. Now that I'm used to EVs, I'm I'm I'm, I'm Like a lot of my own misconceptions and range anxiety, um, worrying about where you'll charge, all that stuff has really kind of dissipated. So um, I think it was my own biases in the beginning there. But um, to think about going back to a gas car now would just be impossible for multiple reasons. Uh, The self-driving tech, putting gas in it, just the price of putting gas in it. The fact that it updates over the air that I leave my garage with a full charge every day. I don't have to, you know, go anywhere to go fill it up. Um, and I think it's our responsibility to really think about those things and to think about um, you know, carbon emissions from our our transportation. And um, you know, I have kids, so I think about the world I want to leave to them and I think that's the direction we need to go in. There's a, there's a lot of work to do. But um I don't think gas cars are it. Yeah, you know, I think they've, they're they're going to need the sunset. Soon,
1: yeah, I completely agree. And I don't, I don't actually have an EV. My first EV will be the uh, Cybertruck,
2: God oh, I could talk about that endlessly.
1: Yeah, maybe we will. We'll, we'll, I just wrote it down just to, just a second ago. Um, okay, but my wife did you put a triangle? Oh, I should, I should do that right now. <laughs> there we go. Shorthand. My wife thinks that, that it's hideous. She's like, you can't park it in the driveway. You can't park it in. The oh, mine garage. too. <laughs> yeah,
2: she says it's awful.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm. But we were in we were in California last week, and I paid no less. I have, we have a minivan, and then we drove up to see my oldest daughter, and then we drove down uh, to San Diego. We drove up to San Jose, then drove down to San Diego to see some friends of ours for a baby shower, and when I looked at my Chase statement for the last two weeks, I spent like three hundred dollars just on gas, just yeah. driving, and that didn't include. Yeah. Um, the c- couple of days before that, I filled up the tank to get ready for the trip. So it was over three hundred bucks just to get just to, for, for gas. Yeah, it's insane.
2: It's wild. It, it it it's um. My wife still has a Toyota Highlander, and we'll bring that. We we go up to Minnesota um, for long trips. You know, and I'm sitting at the pump putting forty or fifty dollars in this thing, um, and it's gonna. You know, I'm like emitting (laughs) pollution when i'm driving around and it's costing me money and uh the amount how far i could go with 50 dollars in my car i mean it's just it's crazy it's so much different uh you can't even wrap your brain around it like how inefficient that is
1: no and then you also need to make sure that wherever you get gas like you don't go to the you don't want to be in the middle of nowhere to get gas because you're going to pay through the nose, but you don't want to be in a city center mm-hmm. either because you're going to pay through the nose. So you got mm-hmm. to actually plan, which I guess charging, you have to do that a little bit too, but you have to plan based on your budget because you know, yeah. it's expensive. Um, So you, you, you have a model three, it seems like you love your model three. Where do you think, and we don't have, we still don't have a lot of um, information available about the model. Y. just to go mm-hmm. look like, at our local Tesla stores here in Phoenix, they don't they don't have a Model Y yeah. for me to check out. But what are your thoughts on the Model Y, as as best as you know?
2: Yeah, um, I um, you know this is a pretty popular opinion, but I really think it's just going to the the Model Three sells so well, and the, the Model Y is going to put it to shame. I just think it hits all the right notes. Um, it is a very good looking uh, crossover SUV. Uh, And it it fixes a lot of the things that uh, are problems with sedans in general. So my car is great, and I really enjoy it. But we have two dogs, and we can't have the kids and the dogs in the car. Um, And also, at least for my wife, rides too low. She doesn't like when she gets in the car. She feels like um, she's complained about this since I got it. She She feels like she's sitting on the ground. Now, for me, that's fine. Um, but the Model Y, it's up higher, and the seats are up higher because they're on risers too. So I think that will um, a lot of people appreciate. They like to sit up a little higher, um, so fixes that. And having that hatchback in the back that's automatic is a big deal too. Um, again, two kids when they open the trunk, it goes up really high, and they can't really reach it. Uh, so that's that's a kind of a you know mild inconvenience with the Model Three. Um, so being able to put more things in it. Put the seats down. I could put a lot more stuff in there than, than in my car. Um, and uh, I think it's going to have some efficiencies that my car don't have. So I heard it has this heat pump to kind of even out that, that cold weather thing a little bit, which is fine. Uh, you know, the nice thing about Teslas is, you know, mine gets over 300 miles of range. So it's, it's not a deal breaker to take it in the winter, but it is a difference. Um, so I think that might maybe uh, fix that a little bit too. So that was another thing that my wife wasn't a big fan of. We took a trip in the winter up to Minnesota in my car and we're stopping to charge more than expected. It was very cold. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she was complaining about that. Now that was before they gave me a little more range with an update and they also um, started to do that battery preheating thing. hmm um, and we took another trip after that. And she had remarked, wow, we're, we're spending a lot less time at the superchargers because they also upped the kilowatts for the chargers, too, that my car could accept. And it did make a pretty big difference. So they did some work there. Um, overall, it's not a big deal. But if I just think about the couple things that um, at least my wife would change about the car, I think the Model Y changes just about all of them uh, between the, the, the hatch, the the heating in the winter, um, sitting up a little bit more, um, and then spot for the dogs. So that's, I think they'll sell plenty. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's interesting. They're so quiet about it. Think about the model three, um, all the fanfare that they had. And then it was, we were talking about production every day and then getting these cars out. It's the, you know, uh, bet the company car, and the Model Y kind of is just coming out with a whimper, and they're just producing. You know what? It's out early. Elon's barely talking about it. Um, and they're just cranking them out. If it wasn't for, we'll talk about it later, but at world events right now. Um, but they started this thing early, and uh, it's just going to sell. I don't think they need to push it at all. It's, not, it's still not even on the front splash page of the website. They, yeah. they don't need it. I think that they will have no problem selling that car.
1: I agree. Um, My wife has similar things. I used to have a Volkswagen Jetta. And my Mm -hmm. wife hated, she hated riding in it, but she hated driving it. She's like, I am way too low. I don't feel safe. Even Mm -hmm. though the Jetta's got a, that year anyway, had a particularly good crash test rating. She's like, I just don't feel Mm -hmm. safe. So if we were to change, uh, that would be, because we couldn't afford a Model X. Not very many people are going to afford the (laughs) $80,000
2: yeah oh, man more, but, yeah
1: uh if we were going to change to a, a tesla in that range we would definitely go for the model y just because it hits all the the things that my wife wants because i don't care mm-hmm. either i kind of like being lower to the ground me too
2: yeah it doesn't
1: bother me at all yeah well it makes me just kind of i'm not a speed freak or one of those guys that mm-hmm. uh, cares that even that much about cars just in general mm-hmm. um But I do, when you are on the open road, (laughs) there's nobody around and you let it open. (laughs) It just does feel so much better to be in lower to the ground. True. Um, I agree. uh, You know, I didn't ask you, what what kind of dogs do you have?
2: I have two Labradoodles. Um, So they're, uh, Wilson is five and he is the lighter colored one. And uh, Norman is a party Labradoodle, which is about as snotty as you can get for a dog breed. But so party means that they have two colors. So he's brown and white. Uh, He's a jerk. We love him. Uh, But uh, main reason we ended up with doodles is like a lot of people just allergy. My my daughter, my wife's allergic. My daughter is allergic. My daughter also has asthma. So dogs that shed a lot are just not really great. Um, And they don't. So. Wow. uh they're they've they've been uh
1: really good dogs but it's good to know my kids want a dog I didn't know labradoodles didn't shed a lot
2: they, they don't anyway. it's really it's pretty great yeah it's my, pretty we don't miss the dog here
1: my <laughs> oldest daughter she just got a uh golden retriever uh-huh this dog is beautiful but yeah uh the dog lets out a lot of hair a lot and they live in like a yeah I don't know. I want to say it's like a 600 square foot apartment in San Jose. So they're constantly. Oh boy. Cleaning. Yeah.
2: Oh my gosh. Forget it. Yeah. And yeah. oh, the, the, the hair on some of those dogs, it just like stabs the furniture. You can't like get it out. It's just the stickiest stuff.
1: Yeah, they actually built their own furniture. Um, they kind oh. of have a cool little setup. They have a, like a little downstairs mm-hmm. and then their bedroom is upstairs. So they mm-hmm. have this cool little setup, but yeah, they, the, the dog doesn't, she's so chill. She doesn't bark. She doesn't get on the furniture she just kind of mm-hmm. hangs out she has her bed and she has her um like a little kind of makeshift bed on the floor that they can lay down with yeah. it's hardwood floors and she just hangs out in those places just chill as could be she's like 6 7 months old just, cool yeah it's really cool it, it's a great <laughs> dog i was like oh i'm going to get a golden as soon as we get home but mm-hmm. um the dog here stops me <laughs> but <laughs> <that's> enough about <laughs> this isn't talking about dogs um What are your thoughts on the cyber drug? Uh,
2: So I was at the event. I was at the, I got to go out to that thing and it was awesome. Very cool. Uh, Yeah. I missed the model Y actually. Um, Well, interestingly that trip I was talking about in the cold weather, I was, (laughs) that's why I couldn't go to the model Y event. I had to go out of town. So I missed the Y and luckily they punted and they were able to invite me to the next event. So uh, I, it's happy though. If I had to pick, I'm, I would have picked the Cybertruck because I couldn't wait to see that thing. I mean, the uh, n- a number of renders alone from Inside EVs was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every day there was a new truck, and um, I had even asked Elon online, like, "Hey, man, is any like is anybody on the right track here?" And he he wrote back to me and said, "No, basically, <laughs> like,
0: yeah, no, nothing is
2: nothing yeah. what we've seen," um, and which was my hunch. But uh, anyway, uh, so this thing rolls out on stage and I probably had the reaction that most people did. I just, I wasn't sure if it was a joke. Like I I had that first moment of like, wow, he really made this. Um, But before it came out, I had said that I wanted it to be really polarizing because I felt if it wasn't, it was not going to be a hit. If it was just some plain old truck with a battery in it, it wasn't going to be a Tesla. And Elon was so excited about this thing. So I assumed when I saw it, I, I might not like it. I really thought that. Um, so when it came out, I didn't I, I wouldn't say I didn't like it though. I, I just was stunned. I'm just I'd never seen anything like that. And, and being next to it, it really feels like you're on a movie set. It just doesn't feel like anything anyone should be able to own. It just feels like something that it's not for people. Uh, so it rolls out with, you know, and there's, you know, the flames shooting out and Elon's there and it was just a crazy scene. Um, you know, and the event itself wasn't very long. And of course they smashed the windows, which is what everybody remembers from it. But, um, and so the more I looked at it, I thought, okay, you know, I, I, I get it. And then as they explained it, the the way the body's, you know, set up and everything and what it's made of. I started to think about it. But then when that price popped up, um, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it was going to start at 39. That just seemed crazy to me. Um, And so I got in line to get a test ride. And of course, like everybody else, that's when I ordered it. Because I couldn't order it sooner because the internet, everybody, the internet, just forget it. So I uh, finally got in and I ordered it. But the more time I spent watching it kind of go in and out, pick people up and speed off really grew on me. Um, And since then it is just, I, I am obsessed with the cyber, any, any video online talking about the cyber truck, pictures of the cyber truck. I will watch anything. I just think it's the coolest thing. I am amazed at the way that they constructed this thing from the ground up and just rethought. They rethought the pickup truck and they rethought it that works for an eV, and I don't think anybody else is doing that. I think everybody else is focused on sticking a battery in a truck that that we've always made, which is fine and they'll sell I mean there's such a big market for pickups they'll sell, but I think they're all going to compete with each other and then you have this other thing this this that's iconic it's it's just it's stunning it stands out um. But it's functional. I mean, the thing is tough. There's doesn't have paint on it. It's hard to dent. Uh, and then they've really thought about making it functional. You can cover the back. It dips down. You can drive an ATV on it. It has an air compressor on the back. It has the, what, the 240 volt in the back. It fits six people. The interior is really large. Um and with that price tag, if you think about not, if you think about the amount of gas and diesel that you put in these big, giant pickup trucks. Uh, the cost is astounding. Uh, I mean, I get mad, like I said, about my 40, 50 bucks in my SUV. I mean, people spend a ton of money on these big trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're going to charge that thing, it's not going to cost you much. And if it's functional, it's functional. So I think it's going to spill out into the audience that. Uh, Will surprise people. I mean, there'll be nerds like me that just want to have this thing, but I think people um, are going to look at the the functionality, the price tag, and then the the price to drive it around, and start to think about it. You know, as soon as you start seeing them on the road and people get in them and drive them around, um, and you realize, you know, some of the um, drawbacks from it. They talk about, well, you can't reach over the bed, you know, stuff like that. But, but people you reach don't into that little right triangle thing. You, it's
1: right
2: yeah, there. you have you have those side pillars, you have the frunk, you have the storage in the back. So there's just you just you're going to put your crap in another place. Like yeah. I don't you know, That's people true. just don't. they they get stuck, they get locked into this idea that no, I need my tools right here. I have to be able to reach over the side. No, actually it's easier. You can get your tools right out of the side of the truck. It's fine. Um so a, a lot of that stuff won't really It'll be like, to me, it's the freak out over the center screen in the 3. Remember all that? Yeah. It was, oh, my God, people will be so distracted. They're going to look at the screen and drive their car off a cliff. I mean, it was unbelievable. The It'll never be sold in Europe. That'll never fly in Europe with a screen like that, right? Meanwhile, I'm driving a Prius that has the speedometer in the middle of the car. I mean, it's really right. like not a, it is totally normal. Um, and it was nothing. And then, then you see all these companies coming out with their new EV and what do they have in you know, a center screen, <laughs> They're yeah. doing the same thing, uh, because it's, it's, it works. Um, anyway, so I feel a lot of, uh, the, uh, criticisms of the truck are just, just to, just to criticize it. You know, well, this would never work. They should have talked to truck people. They have to put their tools over here. And, you know, I, I don't, I don't think any of that stuff is going to matter, uh, money's going to matter. You know, if you're a business owner and you buy a bunch of pickups and these are cheaper and you don't have to put, you know, they have less maintenance and you don't have to put gas or diesel on them. Um, your workers will be driving them. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you know, I used to work for when I was just out of high school, I used to work for an oil company and we would put, uh, gas in those vehicles and we drove around like a, it was like a Dodge. Uh, but we used to put gas in the vehicles. If not every day, every other day. And we had a small footprint, a small area that we would travel in, But mm-hmm. like in the wintertime, you don't shut off the car, you know. So yeah. you just suck all of the uh, the gas out of the truck. It's just kind of how it is. Um, yeah. So speaking of Dodge, you know, when Dodge came out with their, like in, what was it, in uh, ninety. 92, 93, something like that. When the Dodge came out with that new design of their hood, yeah. and everybody thought that was hideous. That was incredible. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's a big deal, big change, right? Chevy finally got <laughs> on to that. Uh-huh. Some twenty some years later, almost yep. thirty years later, uh yep. Ford kind of has that look. Dodge still has that look. So yep. yeah, I I completely agree. And I also agree, like if I'm a big proponent of if you're gonna make it especially for a legacy automaker, if you're gonna make an EV you need to n- not make it look like all of your other cars. It needs to stand out yeah. in some way. So if you look at Lordstown, you know much about Lordstown Motors? Mm-mm. They're going to have a pickup truck so. that they're going to start producing this summer, which is crazy. Oh, okay. At the Lordstown plant, that GM shut down. Oh, uh, awesome. Yeah, hopefully, I'm, I mean, this is them saying it, so I don't know if it's true. But they're yeah. you know, from what I can tell of it, it doesn't look anything... I wouldn't call it special. The Nikola Motors Badger kind of looks like a small pickup truck. Mm-hmm. Um, you know the Ford F one fifty Rivion. All of these things. You're right. They just kind of look. They don't look. Like, they the Rivion looks cool, but if you actually, I saw an early uh, build of the Rivion in Flagstaff. Uh huh. And you're like, I mean, I know it's an early build, so I'm not going to knock these guys too much. But I was like, oh, the fit and, <laughs> fit and finish doesn't look as good. <laughs> your, your photo show you guys are using a lot of photoshop in there on the cab uh-huh um,
2: man i was such a big fan of that rivian when it came out i thought it was just so cool and then I, I i get crap on this online but i'm telling you after i saw the cyber truck that thing just looks it just looks like any other truck to me it's it's just not exciting anymore Um, and it's great. Glad it's electric. I think it's really cool. It's got a different look and it's, it it will have an audience, but, um, it, it just kind of fell flat for me after that, (laughs) you know, um, I, you know, nothing against Rivian. I I think it's, it's great and it'll sell and everything, but it really did change my perception of, uh, well, yeah, that's kind of like, you know, hopped up version of any other truck, but, um, I, I think they'll do well. I think Rivian will do well. I do think people have high expectations of how easily they're going to do that. Uh, It was a very big deal for Elon to come along and start an electric car company. And I think he's a genius. And this almost killed him several times to like build this company. So I think we're, so I think we've all watched Tesla and somehow people have forgotten in their brains that it is really hard to start an EV company. And Rivian's going to have a bunch of those bumps in the road, like you just said, you know, fit and finish stuff and building the scale and getting all the batteries. And I mean, they, there's a lot of things that are going to happen from now until them hitting really production where they won't be bleeding a bunch of cash like Tesla did for a long time. That's all going to happen and it's all normal and it's all fine, but they have a ways to go and they may not make it. The odds are against anybody right now. Um, I do think that a lot of these current legacy automakers, some of them aren't going to make it. We're going to transition to EVs and some of them aren't going to make it. Um, so companies like Rivian, even though I think it's an uphill battle, I still think they have a better chance than some of these companies that are really just kind of resting on their laurels, like ice cars forever, man, (laughs) you know, (laughs) it's going to sell these, it's over. The tech is over. Um, It's just, uh, it's just time now that when can we get enough EVs out, the price is coming down, where it'll be at parity at when you buy it, not just when you put in the gas prices, like no kidding, this is a cheaper thing. And it has no maintenance. Oh, and you don't put gas in it. And and it's just gonna, it's gonna collapse at some point. I don't know when that is. But um, so uh, places like Rivian and some of these other companies are in better position. But, but again, you know, they still haven't really produced anything. No, and uh,
1: it's easy to talk.
2: It's it's going to be tough. I mean, it is it is not easy. It's pretty amazing Elon can pull it off, really.
1: Yeah, the not that I mean we we compare these vehicles because they're in the same type. They're both trucks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're not in the same price range. I think the Mm-mm. the base model for the. Rivian is still expensive than the most expensive model without any add-ons for the Tesla. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Rivian, I was talking to their engineers and I was like, Hey, um, I have a ton of people that I work with that are also uh, truck people. And, but they do uh, firefighters mostly have side jobs and it's construction. And the, all these guys that do construction. I was like, what w- not you guys going to do something for those guys? And they're like, we're not, we're, kind of more mm-hmm. for the outdoor enthusiasts, And it's really yeah. what I hear in that is we're really focusing on people who have cash. Yes. Spend. Cause
2: it's like the model S slash X truck.
1: Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, good comparison.
2: Um, you know, higher per out of my range, you know, yeah. a lot of cool little things. Cool. You know, it'll be different and not a lot of people have it. Uh, but it's not really going to be for the, for the masses. Um, yeah, I, I, They can't though. I mean, you can't start with that. No. Um, Unless they came up with some wild scheme like Cybertruck where you're folding spaceship metal or whatever they did. (laughs) It's totally different.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Like, and I'm really looking forward to the Cybertruck and I hope that it comes out, but if they, if they don't even have machines right now that can bend that metal the way that needs to be bent, I, I really hope they, they fix that problem. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's what I I think. Um, so the Model Y ended up early, and I think the general consensus is that somehow the Cybertruck is going to be early, but I don't think so because okay. I feel like it's a new thing. It's They don't know how to produce it yet. Um, I don't know if you listen to Monroe and Associates at all, though, but he seemed yeah. to think that um, the way that they would bend it and score it, it's not a big deal. Like that part, they, they can do. Um, but I... I just think it's going to be a whole new thing. Now they get to skip a bunch of parts. You don't have to paint the thing. We all yeah. know about, you know, painting was a nightmare for a while. So you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so yeah, don't worry that'll about save some time and money.
1: comment everybody's um, fears about paint shop fires.
2: hmm uh, Yeah, I, I do. It, it does look like there's um, um, a couple states now starting to maybe look at trying to get them to build their Cybertruck there. Yeah, Which I was just is reading cool. Missouri.
1: It was like, mm-hmm. here's, here's a great big field. Take it. It's yours.
2: Yep. And if you remember, that's what happened with the Gigafactory, too. There were states falling all over themselves to um, get get Tesla there and uh, Sparks won out. So I, I think that you're going to find the same thing with this truck. That uh, There's several states that could really use an American-made truck yeah. <laughs> in their state, and it would be great for them and their economy.
0: Yeah,
1: I keep keep saying come to phoenix but it's not in the middle so Mm -hmm. that's just selfishness (laughs) i just want to see them driving around the freeway that's really is all it is yeah
2: oh i took so many videos when i was there because after the event was over they were still giving test rides up and down the street and i just stood there just filming it going by like what am i watching (laughs) it's it's such a weird feeling
1: i can't get my head around you know how they they camouflage the vehicles when they're out driving around? It looks like it's camouflaged. Like that's how different the mm-hmm. look is. Is every time mm-hmm. I see it, I'm like, mm, I can't get my head around that. And plus, it's got no mirrors, which even adds yeah. to the. There's something not quite right about this picture. And then the back of it, it's it's <laughs> it's yeah. completely
2: flat and
1: high. It's just
2: it's so strange. I. Again, it just doesn't look like anything. It, I kept thinking that, like, I c- I can put an order in for this thing. It doesn't look like they should sell it to me. <laughs>
1: right. All right. It's like if you're in that VR world or that uh, the, the the cyber world or whatever it is that Elon keeps talking about. What does he keep saying? That we live in a simulation. Like mm-hmm. that's what you would find. Yeah. Like exactly. Yes. Well, let's yeah. talk about uh Covid nineteen and uh, mm-hmm. Tesla and their shutdown and things like that We're, i mean in we talked about this a little bit in before we started recording, but the to me, they were on route to just have an amazing quarter at least here in the u s because I yeah. mentioned they had some problems in China so <laughs> how do you think this is gonna i mean Tesla's always cash strapped and they're really yeah. there What do you think is going to happen?
2: Well, I think there's some pros and cons. So one is that they, um, you know, that cash rate that raised that looked like a bad thing uh, was just could not have been better timed now with all this stuff. And they already had some cash on hand. So I think that's good. The timing of the of COVID-19 in China worked out fairly well for them, too, because they were just starting to ramp up out there anyway. So it's not like they were trucking along at, you know, 5,000 cars a week and shut down. They were just starting to get there. Um, so they had to shut down for a little bit. But now it seems like they're back up and running um, as the, you know, virus has moved to the states and is probably affecting Fremont. But it looks like they'll be able at least to have some cars. So if, if you think about six months ago, if this happened. They would be down to zero factories, right? Mm -hmm. But now they're ramping up one and they're starting to build out to get the Y going over there too. So that should hopefully help save them this year. And I just don't know what the impact is going to be in um, Fremont because I don't know, everything I read seems contradictory. So, um, you know, at first it was open and then it was closed. Then it was partially open. But if you read the internal email that got leaked, which, you know, (laughs) every email gets leaked. Uh, But uh, it made it sound like they're just going to keep building cars. It didn't sound like they were limited. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, They
1: they negotiated with the county sheriff uh, to be, let's like quarter the staff, which is still a significant amount of people. Yeah. Or quarter production. I don't know if that means quarter staff because there's a lot of people there that don't necessarily work on the line.
2: Yeah. So, I don't know what they can do. I I don't know what they push. Do you push the Y? Do you keep up with the three? I I don't know. Hopefully, it's not long. Hopefully, they can get get back up and running again. Um, But one of the things that has been problematic for Tesla is usually a dismal Q1, which happened last year. So, this year was going to be better. Um, but it still was going to be really hard because the margins on their cars were going to suck because you have a brand new Model Y, so the, the, the margins will be terrible. And then all of your cars out in China are brand new, new line, new factory. Those margins are going to be terrible. Um, so And then seasonally low in the U.S. the way it is. Uh, you know. I, so I don't know what Q1 would have looked like anyway. It would have been better than last year, but I don't know if it would have been great but now they have a good out because everybody's numbers are going to be terrible for Q1. So I think that'll be fine. Um, I'm more, I've moved on now and I'm just thinking about, well, what will Q2 look like? And I think if China keeps going in the direction it is and building out and just starting to really ramp up, I think it'll buffer a lot of the real um, heavy damage uh, that, that may occur from a slowdown at Fremont. Uh, whatever that is, and I, I just don't know. But it seems like Elon is just really pushing and wants to kind of keep making cars anyway. Um, so we'll see. I mean, and it's anybody's opinion how hard this is going to hit and, you know, what what the impact is going to be. Um, so we'll see. That, that'll be kind of the – I'm not sure. I, I do feel like the second half of the year, though, will be really solid. I think China will be cranking. Fremont will be back online. The Model Y will be cranking and and they'll be just fine. So we may have a bad quarter or two, but they've been through that before. And they they have plenty of cash on hand and um, they're giving out money for free right now. I mean, you just saw Ford borrowed fifteen billion today.
1: Oh, really? And
2: their their market cap is seventeen billion. So I think <laughs> that uh, if Tesla really needed it, I don't think they'd have any trouble borrowing a couple bucks to keep the lights on to make it through the rest of the year. So I'm I'm not worried about that. Even the Tesla bears online that always claim bankruptcy, I, I don't feel like their hearts are in it right now. I don't think anybody really sees. Uh, major financial crisis for Tesla. That's anything above and beyond anybody else right now, um, especially in the car industry. So v- VW putting out some dismal numbers and pulling back, back on what they're th- they're going to sell. And um, so I they'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I, I I tend to agree. How do you think this is going to affect battery day? Are they going to stream it? Are they going to delay it?
2: Yeah. He texted, uh, what's his name? Anner um, on Twitter and, uh, said that they're going to stream it oh, now. I don't know if that was stream it in addition to having a thing, but it'll still happen. I'm excited about that. I don't know too. what they're going to announce. I there's been so much bubbling up over the last year with them acquiring different companies and new tech. And you see the range of the model S keeps creeping up. It's almost at 400 now. So something's going on. Uh, and then, uh, clearly the cyber truck is a little different tech too because they're selling the bottom range one with just 250 plus and it's a big truck for 39 so you you're working in some sort of a price difference i think yeah, with that battery
1: for sure um, well that's all the questions i have do you have anything else you want to add to this before i let you go
2: um let me think if there was anything else. Um, no, I think we covered much of it. I, I just wanted to mention that when you had reached out to me to be on your show, and um, I, I went on and I, I checked out your uh, podcast, and I, and I just loved. I just loved it. I, I just loved the tone, your tone of your voice, and the way you're talking about things. It just drew me right in. Like oh. I'll add, I, I will say yes. I definitely want to go on that show. Um, so keep doing what you're doing. Thanks so much for having me on. I really appreciate it. And, uh, I wish you nothing but success.
1: Thank you, Earl. Me and my monotone voice. We appreciate you as well. Um, <laughs> your, your Twitter account is at 29 days later.
2: Close. It's uh, at 28 delays later delays.
1: Oh, I knew there was something that was different than the movie.
2: Yes. Cause I love that movie. I love zombies. And uh-huh. I was waiting for my model three, which I felt would be delayed for infinity. So that was my funny take on that, which I nobody gets uh, <laughs> but it's fine. I didn't expect to really have a Twitter account. I just wanted to check up on Elon, but then it blew up. So I you know,
1: here I am. Wait, did you register 28 delays later in 2018? Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. You've had that much growth in two years. A little, a little May, bit
2: May of eight May of 18, I started it.
1: Oh, congratulations <laughs> to you, man. That's amazing.
2: Well, you know what happened was um, I tweeted a video of my car summoning into my garage and closing the door. And I did it like, you know, fast forward. Um, and Elon retweeted it with a comment. So I was oh. new to Twitter. And I didn't know that was a big deal. And suddenly my, my account kept getting locked because I had too much traffic on it. I had like 19 followers and like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of likes on this post. And um, then that's when I met the short sellers because people started to attack me and say that the video was fake, which if you know about me at all in technology, the fact that I, if you think I could fake that video is incredible. (laughs) Like I would, I would love to watch them have me like fix my dad's VCR flashing. Like I like really not inclined at that stuff. But what happens is because it's fast forward, my dog is running in the background. And at one point he gets to the fence and he turns around. So it looks like the dog is running backwards when oh, it's in fast forward. Um, so they thought I somehow doctored the video and I thought they were kidding because I didn't know that people like that existed. And I uh, was, you know, so here I am, I'm arguing with people about this video, like, no, no, it's a real video. And I I couldn't believe it. Um, But that's when I started to discover that there are just people online who just flock to anything Elon likes, and they just attack it, you know. Um, So that got me a little fired up. And I started to fire back at these people. And then I found my people, I found the other folks who kind of do this. And uh, they included me in their little group. And uh, after that I made a video of my dog Norman driving my car. And so he's in it and he's backing up and it's it's really great. And then a lot of people liked that. So th- then I was hooked. I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm I'm attacking these people that don't like Tesla and I'm making dog videos and it's like life is okay. Um and then uh, you know, got pretty addicted to it over time. But
1: wow. Yeah, because in for me, like I saw a couple of these dogs in franks, so I was like, "Oh, that's cute." And then mm-hmm. more and more and more, and I think I followed you like three, four, five months ago, something like that. But as mm-hmm. time continued, I was like, it was "My entire Twitter feed was people just tweeting <laughs> pictures of dogs <laughs> in their cars," and I was like, "I I must be missing something, so I got to follow this guy." Yeah. So I am I am one of your people, and uh, oh man, thanks for the Twitter follow. Feed. Yeah. Thank you. Me. Thanks for listening, or thanks for joining me. Uh, I'll end the podcast in a separate, <laughs> separate minute. <med. laughs> anyway, again, I get very nervous when I record these. Um, but Earl, thank you so much. I appreciate your time. Oh yeah, it's been all uh, about an hour plus uh, for you. So thanks so much, and uh, I will talk to everybody else on the other side. Everybody that was the interview. I want to thank Earl for coming on the show. It was very nice of him. We actually spoke for I don't know 15 minutes, maybe 20 minutes after the interview was all done. I wish I would have kept it recording. Uh but we had a really nice conversation. He was very friendly. Um I really liked him. Uh we got along. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm explaining to somebody after I've gone on a date how everything went. Um, But overall, I thought the date went very good. The interview was very nice. The chat afterwards and before, both very nice. Uh, Earl's a heck of a nice person. And you should go to his Twitter, which is at 28, the number 28, delays later, L-A-T-E-R. And you should also check out his website, frunkpuppy.com. He's got other stuff on there. It's not just a shop. He's got actual cool content up there that you should take a look at. Um, let's see, am I forgetting anything? I feel like I'm forgetting something. If you want a Netflix subscription for yourself, Netflix subscription for yourself, or you want to give it to somebody who you think could use it, shoot me an email, Bodie, B-O-D-I-E at 918digital.com. Also, same thing goes for that Tumblr, if you would like that (laughs) Tumblr that keeps your water cool and your coffee hot. um just shoot me an email, uh, same email, or you can hit me up on Twitter at 918Digital. But for sure, go and follow Earl because it will brighten up your day, guaranteed. If you're having a bad day, follow Earl. You're going to have a good day after that, I promise. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. And I will talk to you next week, which will be a regular show with actual news.